Where can I watch me? That's, uh, the, that's the question Shane asked. And lawfulstupid.org. Just, just wait for it to pop up on your phone like mine's getting ready to. Like, oh, are we live? Cool, I'm going to watch myself live. And wait. Oh, oh gosh. What is that noise? You guys. What? Devin has broken headphones, is how the story ends. It's it's coming. These we have to rip me? It's real soon. Is it, yes. It's not mine. Okay, great. Yeah, All no. Right. Story ends with Devin having broken headphones. It's a good story. <clears throat> there used to be a feature in this software where I would like just like grab a, a portion of the screen. And it appears I don't remember how to do that. Um, that's not great. <clears throat> Excellent start, boys. Um, hey, if we're not like 40 minutes late like last time we did this, we're oh, good. Yeah, yeah, even if it's 35. <clears throat> hey, if we're not like 40 minutes late like I, th I think that we have the group assembled on time. Oh, that's a great is not as Odin sleep, so yes. Shane's been up for a while. He's been ready for this. I am the world's sleepiest boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you didn't Odin sleep all day. You've been up for a while. Octopath Traveler, it's so good. Is it? No regrets. Because <clears throat> of all the uh, the Kingdom Hearts stuff Dwayne was talking about, uh, I went back to my old Kingdom Hearts file on the 1.5 remix that I bought. Yeah. And I was like, man, I'm only at like level 85. I still got stuff to do. <laughs> so I haven't beat Sephiroth yet. <laughs> yeah, so I went and did that, and then I made the ultimate Keyblade and like... Finished all the journal stuff, so it's a hundred percent now. Ugh, so boring now. now. Now what? Well, now I have to go and finish yeah, Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts, Hearts two. And <laughs> birth by sleep. Yeah, and then chain and of the memories. It's on there. And then by the time you're done with that, Kingdom Hearts three will probably be yeah. out. What are you talking about? I did all. I went from like eighty-five to hundred, got the ultimate keyblade, and all this other stuff in like three hours. Yeah, but that's in-game content. In-game content goes by quicker, like way quicker than fucking. Like the beginning of the game. Yeah. Just, just by matter of cutscenes. That's true. Well, <clears throat> I don't I was know. Gonna be, I was going to be Steve McCool for this, but I guess I just proceed back into my typical persona. <laughs> I, I just wanted to wear my Men Max Men Kind shirt. Yeah, I was like, who's this weirdo that is like, oh, Shane, Steve, Steve, Steve McCool. Sometimes I, sometimes I pop my collar and take off my glasses and I'm Steve McCool. Now I'm just going to be Scott Shane. It's not Shane's for all. <clears throat> well, I was going to have this like, sweet overlay, but we're now fucking so far behind. We're just going to do standard Skype. Oh, gross. Well, you know what? Ah. Fuck you. Like, dang it. <laughs> Welcome to Lawful Stupid's Questions and Answers. Fuck you. It's our answer. I ran out of time. God, that'd be You're so lucky great. Just... that it's online and also on our website. So I do appreciate that. <clears throat> Never forget that I'm appreciative. 
Oh, no what. I don't. I just, like, fucking didn't realize it was going to be this hard of a deal just to get this shit going. All right. Let me... Uh, I'm number 654 out of like 12,000 Orisas. I don't know what that means. I guess it's like for 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 golds or something. I just want everyone to know that feels good. Does been it? been on it for a while. Oh, that is good. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I'm really proud <clears throat> probably, of you. Probably not very good, but I like it. Top 70 percent, just like school. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> we did it, Mom. We did it. <laughs> Do you, do you also make sure that you use the little pulley orb, not just to pull people, oh. but just to, like, stun them for that second? Throw them yeah, off? Or, like, a reaper when he's like, die, die, and I shoot a shield and pull him behind it, and I'm like, ah, ha, 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 you're in <laughs> Now we're getting ready to dance. <laughs> I'm behind the shield, but I'm behind yeah. it on this side. But I'm behind <laughs> on this side. <laughs> but also pulling him into, into holes is fun, too. Okay, uh, all right, I'm about ready to go. Are you boyos ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Got that lion face. And we will make this YouTube available. Oh, now it's got all these fancy fucking <laughs> buttons. Fuck you, Facebook. I was I was going to do, um, what is this? I think I might have just broke it. I think I broke the internet. Um. Please go look at Discord too. Okay. This picture's uh, frozen in my lawful, in the lawful stupid website. That's fine. Scott, Scott's the face of the podcast anyway. I guess. <laughs> Didn't say it was a good face. Just, just it's just a face. The face, yeah. Um, okay, so, um, yeah, we're basically going to just, uh, for anybody who's listening live, you get the raw cut of this portion. Um, basically we're just going to do what we did last time where it's like, uh, Hey, we're going to start and then I will edit that for a YouTube repost and, um, re-upload to Facebook because fuck Facebook live and all of its awesomeness. Um, yeah, it turns out we're really not professional when we're live. Uh, no, yeah, this is what the recordings look like every time. You just, you don't see that, because all, it all gets beautified with the magic of science, and also magic. Um, okay, so we're going to do what we always do, which is... Last recapping? time? Last time on... Yeah, except for I'm going to do it, because I don't want you guys doing the way you guys do it. Um, so, last time on Lawful Stupid, if you're listening to this episode you by now know that Kristoff dies and Atlas dies <sighs> and Rowan and Tringa have ran off together and the demons are just doing whatever they want they're partying yeah that's yeah. true they're just partying on a boat somewhere so now that we've gotten that out of the way <laughs> yeah Tringa and I left on a literal <laughs> ship now that we've gotten that out of the way how are you guys doing this is a great podcast that I was glad to be a part of for such a long time. Uh, thank you, everyone. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I'd like to first thank Dwayne for putting all his time and effort into all but these last episodes. Because we're all done now. <clears throat> yeah. Good. Uh, I had football practice today and, and just ready to do some Q&A because we love our fans. All three of them that are listening right now. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. And then, like, 
the billions that will listen in the future. Bold. 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 It is bold. bold I uh, refuse to answer any questions that weren't posed by fans, so when you ask me how I'm doing... <laughs> <laughs> no, that was posted by. Um, that was Gears. that was the first question. It was, "Hey, let's loosen everybody up." I'm like, just by asking how they're doing, and now you've offended our fans. You know, Dragon Bait asks us that quite often. Actually, actually, everyone does every day. Yeah, they're so, all so nice. You take your yeah. pick, Chainsaw. Who do you want to? Who do you pretend that question's from? Yeah, who are you alienating? Hmm. Hmm. Besides everyone. All right, myself. Oh, <laughs> just Chainsaw's just made from the <laughs> uh, Super good. Okay, so we have some questions, and you guys will have some answers. Um, oh, you hope we have answers. You pick Chainsaw. I do. I do uh, hope you have answers. So that being said, I'm going to ask you, boyos. Um, the first question is, are, are you ready to Shane's like face like I'm like trying to keep no everything smiles. fucking together on this other monitor and I can like just see out of the corner of my eye his face just inching closer to the screen uh, I'm ready Ask me play it cool questions. play it cool okay. play it cool okay well, I'm getting there but you realize you know what life's hard alright so first question first question and um the question was submitted by okay. Beef Stew One Two Three Craft dot Tabletop dot Stories from Instagram. Crafty, yeah. The question is: Do you think of yourselves as more lawful or more stupid? Too easy. That's stupid. Stupid for sure. I don't think we've done anything super lawful. Are you asking Christoph Shindo or are you asking Scott Shane? Either way, the answer is lawful. Take that, <laughs> other boyos. You guys are the stupid ones of the group, and Christoph is the morality and the lawfulness, and just he's just a podcast. Well, come that don't I'm not making it all about me. If I'm you saying, if you rearrange the letters of lawful stupid, it actually changes to Christoph. He does that and like he just erases it, and he's like, "See, told you." Yep, <laughs> got him. Tom Riddle, I am Lord Voldemort moment. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly how I see that going, or almost maybe like an eraser moment, like it's written on chalk somewhere. He just like erases it and rewrites it. The Christoph Shindo story. Yeah, the Christoph Shindo story. Yeah, <laughs> I read that. That's what you get if you rearrange all the words and letters. <laughs> In Secrets, the lawful yeah. stupid Dungeons and Dragons 5e uh, as told by the Bible. Arcane Wars yep. that's, what, that's right Arcane Wars. also Christoph should know in see also <laughs> uh, I definitely think of myself as more stupid for sure like I don't even play lawful characters by default usually it's usually chaotic of some, some degree because I'm going to do something dumb at some point um, especially when posed with morality issues and werewolves like don't have a lot of whole morality things going on when werewolves on the table. <laughs> That's why just go easy and pick neutral. And then you never have to have any reasons for anything. And never just, just do things whenever you want to. Yeah, I don't think yeah. when it comes to alignment, I don't think that like it's as important in uh, 5e because at the it's end not. of the day, like 
your character is going to be whatever your character is going to be. Like, however you're going to choose to play them to their story. And, like, there's no real, like, meaning behind the, the, the alignment at this point. If Old Man Chainsaw can take you back for a minute, back in 3.5, there were, like, a bunch of specific... There were a bunch of, like, special specific feats and a bunch of specific, you know, abilities and prestige classes, which were a big thing back in the day, prestige classes that were only available to you based on your alignment. So DMs had, like, hard monitor what their players were doing Mm -hmm. to ensure they were staying true to their alignment. Um, Because if their actions started to diverge from their alignment, you would shift their alignment. And then, like... You wouldn't punish them. You'd just be like, okay, well, you started the game as, as true neutral. Turns out you've been burning down a lot of farmhouses, so you're chaotic evil now, dog. Like, that's just the way that it is. Yeah. And then you would take that shift, and then for, like, a lot of times, that would, like, seriously affect you. Like, for example, if you were a cleric and you strayed from the do- the domain um, uh, alignment uh, that your deity was... You would be like, all right, now you, your god has lost favor in you and you don't have any spells anymore, so good luck. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. That sounds terrible. I mean, I don't know. That sounds very interesting for sure. Like, I could see that being a pretty cool mechanic, um, but also, like, very frustrating to deal with over time. It was just, it was just one more thing for a DM to deal with, yeah. honestly. What's funny is what you did say there that I really liked was uh, Devin said, oh, and you just punish them. Um, and I just immediately think of my kids cause I'm like, Oh, I don't, I don't punish you. I just provide consequences for your actions. So that's what being a DM is. Like, I'm just providing consequences for your actions. Dad? Um, sometimes those are like positive consequences. Sometimes they're negative. Sometimes you all die in your podcast. You've been recording for 30 episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I mainly blame mm-hmm. this on Shane's alt fever. Like we've all decided that that was the reason why it was time to end this story, <laughs> right? Like Shane was ready to make new characters. We also notoriously can't make it past level five, so it's like good that we're here. Like, so true. <laughs> I think that's why we made it was level eight. Hey, I mean, we could make it further if somebody would hand out experience points ever in their life. You know, he gave us 1750 last. He did. We just got a whole bunch. I actually first thought about that and was gonna just randomly hand them out for like good deeds, like outside of the podcast. And then I oh, yes. forgot to do it. Um, but so it's let's on do it the, now. Like, no, it's on the plate. Yeah, it's, it is. It's on the plate to, for things to do. Let's eat. I'm hungry. No, no, no. no, no. Give me that plate. No, I'm a I delicious think, XP. I think there's still a thing. Ex pasta. XP meatball. Expine pasta. Expine pasta. <laughs> that is super good. Super proud of that joke. Okay. Um, so the next question we have is from Small Adventure Twenty Eight on Instagram, yeah. mm-hmm. and no. this question is very important. It says, "Would you rather fight one hundred Kobo-sized hydras or one hydra-sized kobolds?" Kobold. Yeah, this is just a variant of the old duck horses question, right? And we all know the answer to that. I don't. Uh, Tell me. Tell me. Did you say duck horses? Yeah, so the, the old question is, would, would you rather fight one or a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? Um, mm-hmm. Fight the one, to me. It just you makes fight, sense. You fight the one. one. You fight the one, yeah. Because, well, especially because the one, you're switching the hydra and the kobolds, because kobolds don't regrow heads and shit. Hydras do. Mm-hmm. 
So if you take a, take that three heads times 100, that's 300 heads you're dealing with. And that problem just going to get multiplication real fast, and then we're not good at math. We just beat their puzzle. We just did it. Well, give us some XP, uh, Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne, give us some XP. We just logic our way. That's true. We just use logic on a hypothetical question. Yeah. He's going to give us one XP. I know it. I just know it. To oh, share. Okay, we're getting it. Yeah, you all share one. <laughs> uh, I take the whole thing and I don't share. All right, the next question is What happened to the fish Rowan stole in episode one? It is still in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't get a date. Terrible. So for the record, I have no concept of how much time has passed between like episode one and thirty. It could be like two weeks. Like it's not a great smell, no matter what. But well, it's at least two because we had to travel to Riverside, which is like a three or four day travel. We stayed there for a day, came back. So it's at least at least like I want to say a month. I mean, probably probably more. more. Yeah, it's it's not smelling great. It's really just the point to like drive home, right? Like, I don't think no matter what you discuss here, for how long the podcast has been going, I think just a day, right? Like, and that fish isn't smelling great. Like, there's no refrigeration. Like the second it went in the pocket, I'm sure was not great. Yeah, don't smell good. (laughs) Yeah, that's true too. I feel like one of two things is going to happen <clears throat> from this point because of that fish. One, we're either going to like ask care, you know, characters call it out and be like, oh, gosh, what is that smell? Or we're going to be sneaking into a place, need to be real stealthy, and someone and Dwayne's going to be like, suddenly the guard smells something that smells terrible, and they follow the scent to you guys, even though you rolled stealth. I'm just trying to think toys. about like the the life that we've led since that fish went into his pocket and there has had to have been some scenario in which that fish no longer exists right like mm-hmm. he channeled the loot energy through the pedestal and just like so many things have happened just caused whole bodily damage fireballs and thunder waves and there's just there's no way that fish conceivably survived to this point no, it is like it, like it is it is one herringbone it, it, like honestly i was just like he ate it but that's not as interesting of an answer. Oh. Hmm. What else are you going to do with the fish? That's... Maybe he was on the road one day and he slapped it in between a hard biscuit and went to town. <laughs> that, or maybe he just like tried to put it in a cup of water and bring it back, but failed. <laughs> he loves that fish. I feel like Rowan, uh, as a trickster, as a tricksty trickster man, has his pockets full of salt so he can throw them in his adversary's eyes, but also it just cured the shit out of Preserving the fish, yeah. You're doing a real good job. It's still like flopping around in there. It's like just massaging his thigh. No, no I don't think that's dead. I think it was just, dead when he picked about... it up. It's yeah, dead? Yeah, dude, he picked yeah. it up. Oh like, my gosh. It's a fish market. Peter, no! <laughs> no, this is terrible. This is the worst thing I've heard all day. You were a good person, Rowan. I thought you were a good person. I, I just like, kill it. Your pocket. The fish, I mean, like, the fish started dead. I think that was like the gift. No, they were just laying out. They don't just lay out on those tables. Like, yeah, but they yeah, need water dead. to breathe, my dude. If they're laying on the table, they lay out longer. dead. Yeah, they. Do you they not understand how fish bunkers work? Is he being, is he being Atlas or is he being Devin? Who oh. knows? Devin confirmed. Atlas would have got this. He's in the shops all the time. Uh, he knows. Yeah, I'm sure Atlas ate a fish once. Never. We're anti-fish people. Who's we, man? He's I'm kidding. Throw we around like that. It's good. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm confusing myself with my character now. 
guys didn't see that? I did not. Heather House's wife is just crawling in the background of the shot, but she did a really bad job. No, I missed that. Yeah. Can she just do that one more time for everybody? I'm sure she will. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, there's a lost earring. This is going to make a really good uh, audio podcast, and when we release it, it's going to be great. Uh, Huge. Okay, so the next one is from um, Brandon German. Um, that is his name, Brandon German. Confirmed. I did not mess it up. And his question is, have you guys ever used virtual tabletop software? And if so, how did you enjoy it? We've used Roll20 in the past. Oh, yeah, we did. We did use Roll20. I can answer that question. I did not enjoy it. Uh, we, I don't think we've ever used it so successfully and like ever took time to like work on it for it to be like what it's supposed to be. Yeah, I've never put the effort in, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not an artist, so it's like just another piece of work for me to do. Is what it comes I really out enjoy to. the theater of the mind style of play where everything is just kind of like in our imaginations and our heads. And when you put that onto a table and you put that onto a board or a virtual landscape like Roll20, it really just, I feel like um, it just, it, it's, it's tethers that you don't need necessarily. Yeah. I mean, when we played, it devolved into us just doodling stuff on the map. Yeah, we mostly yes, just drew dicks. Yeah, we could be. I drew dicks the whole time. Yeah, now it's with all dicks laughing on top of each other's dicks. Yeah, it was very much a dick farm. It was a dick farm. I did not draw those. But you only cropped his dicks. I kept trying to like color over them to get them out of there, and they just kept redrawing them in places, and it just was a just drawn over map. So then it was not D and D. It was. It was. It was D. It was D and D. Both these dicks were dicks. It was like a really weird version of the Superbad movie. Is uh, what it kind of actually, I think we did try to recreate one of those. I think we tried to recreate the one where it's riding the bomb. No, we tried to do the cowboy one. <laughs> yeah, because it's wearing I mean, a cowboy hat. Of course, it's riding the, the bomb. Okay. One, right? like, All of Doctor Strange love. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. So next question. You asked. That should be the name of this. Lobster, you, you asked. You asked. <laughs> <laughs> that just became the episode today. <laughs> oh jeez those these poor listeners our feedback is going to be maybe just stick to the podcast like yeah, oh for sure podcast. maybe don't do that again yeah, yeah, don't do that again ever um, fact, how, do I, how do I stop being a patron is the yeah. next question <laughs> Can I just? where's the unsubscribe I, I need that twice over uh, so the next question is what is one thing you would change about each other's characters? I'll let you guys go first. Oof, a shit like, for everything about Kristoff. I mean, I'm going to be. I wish he was mute. No. <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead, Alex. I don't know that I really ever... Oh, God. I never really thought about that. your characters is what he was I just say. accept them for who they are. I mean, I guess if we if we want to like make this interesting, we can find something. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, if you want to answer the question opinions. people were asked... <laughs> No, I don't want to answer that. That's hard pass. Well, I think the hard thing is, like, I would want to change a good aspect, right? Because, like, I like their negative aspects. That's what makes the characters have depth. Or I could just change one bad habit to another. Mm. 
So uh, if I could change one thing about uh, Atlas, it would be him it. not being a fucking coward. Um, <laughs> and any time a fight gets even remotely difficult, I'm just going like, "We better leave, guys." That would change that. That would be the thing that I would change. Uh, he would be a barbarian who rages and embraced combat, and would be very, you know, much about that life. All right, um, and that would be the thing I would change. <laughs> the gloves are off. <laughs> if I could change one thing about Rowan, it'd be that there's only one of them. You're making none. You're killing. No, there should be two of them. I, I think that Rowan. Need, I think Rowan needs a small sidekick, a la short round, um, who goes around. with him on adventures and is a and is a tiny Rowan. Um, that's what I think. No, uh, if I could change one thing about Rowan, it would probably be. Uh, he's kind of kind of got like a laissez-faire attitude. He's kind of happy-go-lucky. I wish he had more like hard stances on things. Um, because as he is now, he kind of just uh, goes with the flow and whatever um, strong opinions that maybe Kristoff or Atlas or the NPCs have. Um, but I feel like him drawing some lines in the sand for himself would be pretty interesting. Those are the things that I would change. All right, so, boys. Let's... Now it's your turn. Atlas, what would you change about your two cohorts? Uh, you know, I think I think Rowan he could be yeah I think that was a good one for, the, but I think he could be more open to. Uh, I think that probably goes back into what Shane just said, but being more opinionated, like if, for example, in the the first like first or second episode, yeah, when he got onto uh, Craig and was just like letting him have it, I love to see more of that like in your face. I know what I'm talking about stuff, much like Kristoff and maybe less from Kristoff. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe less talking from Kristoff. <laughs> is that it? Just just don't talk so. But much. see, I I don't know if I'm talking like if if this is Atlas talking to if it's Atlas like as Atlas about Kristoff, I'd be like, I just wish you'd shut up sometimes. Like that's just. <laughs> I do love a good arcane war story though. Yeah, I'm I'm big on that. I like the Arkham War stories. That's probably one of my favorite bits of the podcast. Like, uh, you know, it's like anything comes up from the Arkham Wars, which is like largely uh, undescribed and vague. And you know, he's from get from like session zero. That has been a Kristoff uh, trait. Like, oh, let me tell you. And that's probably one of my most favorite pieces of this podcast so far. It's what so what would we change about Dwayne? Oh no, mm. I'm not prepared for this. That wasn't the question. That was not the question. <laughs> I'm not prepared for Somebody this. Somebody has to ask it quick. Ro- Rowan has to answer the yeah, initial Rowan, yeah. yeah, come on. I was also thinking. Um, I'm trying to get out of this. Don't let him. I don't want to. I, am, I was trying to get out of this. Wow, I can't take it. I mean, <laughs> character-wise, I think it works so well just because, like, I love that Kristoff talks so much because, like, Atlas doesn't, and Atlas is good, and Kristoff kind of isn't exactly. It's very self-certain. So, like, there's a balance there, and I kind mm. of like the way. So, if anything, I would probably change Atlas from a barbarian to something else. I'd like a druid. I'd love to see Atlas, like, as a druid and how you would play that out instead of being all rage-driven, but to be a hippie. I mean, I think that would be closer <laughs> in the line to his playstyle. So, I, I've now seen rage used to run towards somebody and run away from somebody i just don't see in combat a lot it's it, no it's it's exactly as we clarified in no um, it's in combat 27 a lot. i believe this is in rage mode 
This is fear mode. Let's Either put, way, it's let's, adrenaline. We should put that to a freaking vote. Go listen to the episode. So, Dwayne, and you have to back me up because you've said it several times. I give you guys so many clues that, you know, this battle is going to be too hard for you. I, I just do. And so he's like, but you, you're grown men. You get to make your choices. And so when you're hiding in bushes and Rowan is down, my it's thing is— It's called guerrilla warfare, my dog. That's okay. right tactics. Okay, but her but power I wasn't level's over 9,000. We're level three or four at that time. Cannot win. Like, Dwayne is making that point. Like, she's going to do something drastic. We may not die, but he's going to make a point that we're going to be beat, and then she's still going to come around. So it was me saying, hey, we don't have to suffer through this and, and be humiliated when I, I know that we can't win. It's it's it's, a, it's right. the, you, the battle. So, so let's talk about that. You, Devin, know you can't win, right? Not you, Atlas. So, like, that's we, the They're difference. one and the same. We've already no, talked. They're, yeah, they're but same. so it's like, that's a little bit of metagaming. And while I did, like, give you hints to, like, establish, like, her seriousness, at the end of the day, like, that's that's hints to say, like, this is going to be real, real bad. Like, just, but it's no different than you want, like, I'm going to leap the castle. Okay, go, go like, the 100-foot castle? Yeah, that one. I mean, like, do your thing, live your dream. Like, anything's possible in this fantasy game, but, like... Well, so- and I was I was playing from a place of... So I'm I'm trying to be... I think Atlas is more passive in situations, unless he's, like, you know, dedicated to a thing. And I, I feel like he is dedicated to Christoph and Rowan, but in a particular situation, it, it seemed futile to fight against it. And so we could just, like, send this person away and lie to them or whatever. And then if it came to it next time, she was trying to, like, actually attack us before we attacked her. I'm in. I'm going to help fight because it, it's warranted. But you wanted to fight simply because she said, you have to do this thing. And I'm just like, okay, so we don't have – okay, great, whatever. We'll do the thing. No, we won't. Yeah, it, that's no, so, a... so, Go ahead. So here's the thing. She said, you're going to do this thing. She presented us with conflict. She said, you're going to do this thing or I'm going to take the loot, which means the next time we see her, she's going to take the loot. She's going to be ready, and we're not going to give her the loot, so we're going to fight then. So what I did instead was I seized the initiative by doing a preemptive attack when she wasn't expecting it, giving us the best chance to neutralize the threat when it was the least threatening. Those are some good words. what you did was leave. Yeah, how did you? Uh, you're, so you're saying I was the I would have turned the tides of battle. Me alone. Yes. That's what yes. you're saying. Yes. I do not believe that would have been the case. I think that your ta- if you don't realize your attacks, I think are doing much more damage than mine are at this point in time, even. Yeah, but what I was doing was I was concentrating on restraining her. So between me restraining her, Rowan backing us up, and you going in there and being the heavy hitter, we would have been okay, and I think we could have done it. <laughs> I think we could have done. I think we could have done it, dude. You're a dreamer, and I'll let you do that. Don't let your dreams be dreams. I will say this: you would have had a better chance with all of you, right? Like just like mathematically, you would have had one more body fighting. Throw throw us out a percentage, like probability. Uh, you know, I'm not really good with. I I uh, calculated the risks, and I'm bad at math. Saying there's a chance. There is a chance. chance. There's always a chance. I'm never gonna put you in 100% fail scenarios. That's fucked up. That's like when a game Next. does that, especially like in a game when it's like the first level. And it's like, oh, I fucking had to lose here, but you don't know that, so you're fighting for your life. And 
And you're burning all your items. And yeah, I fucking hate that. Hate that. Anyways. You know, so in Chio, next episode, if there's a time that it comes up, I, Atlas Farrier, will give to Christoph Shindo a coupon that says, if I'm ever not doing something you want me to do, here's your one chance to burn it. And I'll be like, I owe you this debt, my friend. Okay, <laughs> sure. Uh, it's too late to apologize. But uh, Alex, you have not said what you would change about Christoph Shindo. You, we all agree that Devin's a bad barbarian and should be a different class. But oh, <laughs> you, Christoph's going to be a different race. Oh, yeah? You don't You're like... Be, you he you don't like a stout halfling. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Suddenly you're not nearly as attractive. Mm. I do Honestly. not like it. I do I, not want it. Oh, I would just love to see that, that charm and vigor come from a stout halfling. Well, then he would be from a land all, where all the halflings came from, right? That changes yeah, a lot Yeah, Munchkin Land. <laughs> the land of Oz. That's right. He was a high-ranking member in the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> out for blood. You didn't, you didn't know that? The Lollipop Guild is like well, the Well, thank God Alex doesn't actually have the power to implement these changes. Yeah. <laughs> thank God he doesn't. Anyway, so next place we're going is we're going to follow that yellow brick road. Oh, the fucking segue. Transition, though. yes. Uh, so next question is uh, really just a, a second part of the one we just talked about. What is something you would change about your own character? Uh, if I could, well, it's so hard. That is such a big question for me because, like, say I change my, my my own character, uh, everything, and I would roll a new character because I have all the. <laughs> <laughs> um, but about Kristoff specifically and his character traits, and not like D and D class stuff. Uh, big thing I would change about Kristoff would probably be. Um, I would want if I was doing it all over again I would want Kristoff to be um, more of a serious character so that's how kind of how he started out was mm -hmm. with the, kind of like this tragic backstory and all these different things and like I had a very much like defined path for him and then it fell to shit episode one when I wanted to make jokes instead um, and make him like an alcoholic and do all these things um if I if I were doing it all again, I would maybe uh, I would make I would make Kristoff just very depressed, and maybe he'd be like an Eeyore. Maybe be like, okay, guess with I'm that a go. Voice in everything. <laughs> yeah, with that voice. That's from the oh. Arcade Wars, I guess. Yeah, I would. Who uh, knows? And why even try to guess? <laughs> <laughs> just uh. like that history. No one will remember us when we're gone. <laughs> yeah. You just need to do like a short OVA series of the first five episodes where you're just like that. Yeah. There's uh there's an episode of uh uh you know, the Winnie the Pooh where Eeyore like literally just every time he builds a house, like they knock it down and that's what that reminds me of, just because like they do that like four <laughs> times because why Dude, I remember that again? one. It takes him forever yep. every time he says like the last plank in. Mm -hmm. Goosh. Dude, I think you're talking about every episode of Winnie the Pooh. I think that was a recurring theme. No. No. No, it's just that one episode where he's, like, building his home and just everything, everything, everything happens. To be fair, it's not very structurally he, sound, so... It's mean, like sticks. It's like stick. It's like a stick teepee. Listen, I, they're animals. They're stuffed animals in the woods, okay? Like, 
Rabbit lives underground and is constantly like Pooh's getting stuck in this fucking like uh, tree. Like, yeah, man. I think they got bigger problems than Eeyore's structurally sound house, which really <laughs> just feeds back to Eeyore's problems, right? No, Nobody no, no. Cares. Okay, so this is the start of our new podcast where we really dissect Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh. Uh, yeah, Have man. any of you read The Tao of Pooh? Of course. Have not. Will well, not. You should. It's <laughs> not enlightening. Not. It will. It, It'll change your life. It sounds it's like, like a religious text. It's like rich text. dad, poor dad. And I only read my own religious text that <laughs> I make in uh, Goron. Um, okay, so... Uh, Rowan and... Rowan, yeah. what would you change about yourself? I think I'd wear more purple instead of red. Mmm, bold. <laughs> yeah, I... Kristoff uh, would also wear more purple. Yeah. Rowan would, I mean, uh, Alice would also wear more purple. So he would, he would just have a, he would just have like a loincloth that is now purple instead yes. of brown. I just, honestly, like every time I, I think about stuff that I'd want to change about Rowan is I just want him to be Prince. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. you're talking about the artist formerly known as Prince, not yeah, not, not a royal title. Yeah, no, oh, not no. a Prince. I forget. Prince. No, so whenever I think of Prince, it's like. That everybody just assumes, yeah, they know, right? Like, yeah. should, like it, he's Prince. It would have been better if you just like, uh, like showed a uh, symbol, right? You just like that's what you just you just pulled up. The it's just sheet. a hand if gesture. He was, and you pull up the Prince symbol, yeah. and you never you say, you the, the, say the words. Just... Yeah. Um, it was a placard. I think Atla, I, I wish Atlas had more of a, like a darker side or or something about him. What I don't know, some secret. Just something that made him more, more than just like good. This good, good, great, awesome, good figure. I can tell you he that he does have a dark side. He watched his buddies get beat up real bad. Um, I quit this podcast. We're done here. <laughs> We're taking applications for Alice. It's not hard. Talk like a dumb hick. That's and I watch in. people die. It's great. No, not a Do dumb thing else. You talk like Foghorn Leghorn elegantly. Uh, I, I say, I say, yeah, ele- elegantly. You sound, like, you sound like a southern plantation owner. Yeah, so let's talk Why about that. Do declare this lemonade is so fine. The first time we uh, played D&D together and we were like, <laughs> okay, so like, let's use character voices. Uh, Devin breaks out his Atlas voice just with uh, southern plantation owner, right? And so we're like, okay, cool. That's in his. That's in his bag. He can do that. And then we play new characters, and it's the same voice. It's, it's it works for everyone. Yes, yeah, but it's such, everyone loves it's such a good voice. I know they're like, hey, he he seems like a he's very approachable. Yeah. No matter yeah. what what race he is. I think whatever does doing. to other races. Yeah, no, I get it. But we never published those episodes so this is the first time the public has heard the atlas voice the problem is that when he has to roll a new character for the podcast that's true either when we do a new oh, season or like when, yeah. when alice dies peasant's death well, I mean, whatever i mean episode 30 season two right clearly yeah, yeah. we've established everybody dies so like yeah yeah so he's gonna have to roll a new character and he's gonna put the same voice and everybody's gonna know he's cheap so i played <laughs> i played these dragonborn twins one was one campaign and i was like oh, i'm just gonna play it was drogo and chauncey darrington so i just chauncey. they're twins and so they 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 grow they speak the same and it just happens to be this that's voice. right i forgot his name was chauncey that's awesome i did uh, if you ever roll another character you should just name it colonel foghorn but like, use a different voice. Everyone's expecting. Yeah, but use a voice. different voice. Yeah. And you're like, hello. 
I would not listen to that podcast. You guys could be great, and then I would be the last part going, hello, and immediately just cut it off. You wouldn't even get time to say the whole word. Devin does have another voice. I forgot about uh, Sigmund's voice. Oh, yeah. Which is just, all right, then. All right. Let's get down to business, governor. (laughs) I never say governor. Like, so let's talk about that. Another thing that consistently happens uh, in the podcast that I still have not broken, and it's not the gender thing. I fucked that up and will always fuck that up. It's the um, ability to not say you're making your way. I mean, I love it. I, I like okay. it. Is, is this the time, boys? I like is this hard do it? stopped one episode. I got one yes. Alex? Oh, no. Mm. I'll respect your wishes, Alex. <laughs> I don't like this at all. I don't want it to be like the How I Met Your Mother episode where just, like, the window breaks. breaks. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, if, right, we, if, we, talk, if we talk about it, it'll be conscious, and then it won't be as good. Okay. This is the fun part about being the only DM. <laughs> Uh, all right. Your voice. Yeah. Uh, I so, guess I'm a uh, Those two questions were from uh, Dragon, actually. Both of those. Oh, oh yes. yes. Yep. Yeah, you, uh, you've done good with that question. Um, okay. You do well. You do well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wish our answers were half as good as the questions. That's true. Or oh, half yeah. as on topic. You guys are really... Uh... You know what? That's what we're going to do. I'm the host. You guys are just providing poor content. I'm asking what the people want. Um, so the next question is, how did all of you come up with your characters? Or did they just evolve along the way? Mm. Um, so I, uh, I, anyone else can talk first. I know I talk too much. Oh, okay, mine's super not interesting. I, I, do, yeah, I don't know that mine is, is definitely not well thought out as Kristoff's for sure. I knew that I wanted a big boy, I wanted a brawler. Um, as far as the story, I feel like I always, it, it, for me, like, and they'll attest, like, every time I create a character, I always, always want someone who has, like, this secret, like, cool setup. And, like, Milo, I think, was the guy who had, like, this ship and this, this like, horse thing. And no, that was Wayne thing. was like, bro, you're not getting a ship. No, like, that, was, just... that was with Shane. Like, Shane was yeah. the yeah. segment. Yeah, yeah he's like, you're not segment. getting a ship, and you're, there's no horse you have that's coming to your aid ever. Yeah, so, you had a magical horse given to you by Poseidon. They would come to you on the land or the sea to save you whenever you're in danger. Like, I would like to start with that at level one, please. Can I have my like, yeah, what, what happened? Please. It's I, my to level, I had to wait till level five to get that as a paladin. I'm pretty sure it was a class feature. Um, but the story, I, I just wanted the, really the blacksmith portion of it is, is what I really wanted to go into. And I figure like being an, an and a full orc, and so Dwayne allowed me to do that because typically, you know, it's a half orc thing. <clears throat> um, so yeah, the, and then how do I get to that? Was you know, I wanted him to like be in just regular world, not with orcs in that world, but in the like the human world, the elf, you know, with all the other races and stuff that that are existing. Typically, people hate orcs, and so I feel like that was going to be kind of a good mix. Uh, the backstory there is, you know, when he's raised in Riverside, he's he's hidden from the rest of the town by Henry and Teresa, kind of. Because people hate orcs, whether that was from because there were a lot of um, orc raids or whatever might have happened, but people hated orcs. And so Henry took me in despite that. 
Um, and then the people find out and sort of kick me out of the town. And so that's why I make my way to Oxbane. And that's where, you know, I've learned to learn the forge uh, and smithing from Henry and, and kind of continue that on in Oxbane um, before going to college. So that all just kind of went on from, I just want to be a blacksmith and how do I get there? And that's basically how I got my story. Yeah. So let's talk about that. I have two things I want to respond to that with uh, first being, um, so Corn is my son. Corn is nine. He's not old enough to listen to our podcast um, for several reasons, but he absolutely is old enough to read the comics that mm. uh, Frumple makes. And first of all, Frumple, you did great work because my nine-year-old absolutely loves it. He thinks they're the fun. He thinks they're super Very funny. Cool. They're really well drawn. And so he like walks in and goes, "Listen, I like the I like the comics, Dad, but here's the problem. Atlas." is a half orc and that's clearly a full orc we got a problem and i look at him i was like well the problem is with you because he's a full orc <laughs> slap and he was like well you, but you can't be that i looked in the handbook and i'm like you're like bolo's got the monsters yep. motherfucker and yep. threw it at him. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i threw the digital file at him yeah exactly yes. uh, um so yeah that that have i it's fucking hilarious and the other thing is so we talk about Atlas, like, when he makes, uh, or Devin, when he makes his background, he, like, makes him with, like, a castle or some feet. Like, he, so he's like, all right, so I'm going to be Atlas, and the starter town we're in, I just have a blacksmith shop. And, like, I just have that, and it makes me money. Like, and I sold it to Yard. I was like, no, that's, like, it's like well, not I how that's like, going to work. I know that you're supposed to start, like, level one. You know, they, these guys kind of have a beginning journey, but I'm going to feel like, Every D and D character is just like a loser until you until you become them and make them better. Everyone's just like, yeah. Not I mean, you, just, you have a different like. There's always got to be a fall if you start at level one, yeah. right? Like, yeah. whether you're like rich and powerful or this crazy mage, like you have to have a dip. Otherwise, it's like, all right, let's play D and D. Yeah, I'm just like a level twenty warlock. There's really nowhere else to go. We do that. I'm like all powerful. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. And so the and the way that we fixed that was Dwayne was like. Uh, let's say you you had a shop, um, but then I ended up going to this battle university. You know, to to I wanted you know adventure, but I've never been able to do that because I've been hidden away working in the black you know forge and the weapons I make. You know, they get to travel, I don't, and so I crave that. So I go to this school, hopefully learning some skills that will present an opportunity, and I'm now just working at the forge, and that's just kind of what's happening. So, so I'm back to the same life. I have a new set of skills, but not a lot's going on, and that's. Pretty much where Alice is coming from. Which I loved that, like that was your like your whole bag. You even like made this like certificate that I'm being the Smithers Guild, and then we go to these guild choices. You're like, oh, I'm definitely not doing the 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 no. Amble Black thing. Smith? No, no, why would I do that? Like, <laughs> I have what? Do you not remember when you were like we were choosing guilds? Pick a guild, any guild was the name of the episode. Yep, and, and you like, were like, okay, there's here's the Smith Guild, and you were like. Yeah, I'm already a smith. And you're like, yeah, you'd be able to like start off at like like higher than like an apprentice. Like you'd have more credit towards the guild because you already you're already renowned. And you were like, what else is there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I I like to keep my options open, right? Yeah, that's and I think that just like furthermore like drives in the point that you only make shovels, right? Like you were never interested <laughs> in it in the first place. You left to go to battle school. You join a different guild. You're like, I got these shovels down pat. Everything else. I made some cow trips. Oh yeah, some cow trips. He did. Too. That's right. Everybody was impressed by it. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's how you made your characters. And obviously, they're evolving along the way. And so I'm going to, like, mind Literally, mind. only Devin answered. 
<laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it's like next. Oh, yeah. shit. All right, next. <laughs> Alex, go ahead. Um, see, I was very simple in that I just made a character that had high charisma and high dexterity. Because I can do anything I want with high dexterity and high charisma. And then so I made that, and it's like, okay. And then I leaned toward Bard. And then the background that I wanted to get proficiencies that I wanted. And then I seriously just made his backstory based on that. And tried to pack as many, like, inside jokes and little things in there, but not have, like, a tragic backstory. Like, I just wanted him to be a guy that made choices. Some of them bad, some of them good. But, like, nothing bad happened to him. He just <laughs> did things. Because I didn't want to have a tragic backstory. That's fair. That's, that's so I, I will say, I uh, on your character evolution, you had originally had a different backstory than we ended up um, making final. Um, Only, like, slightly. No, I think it's pretty different, right? One of your core feats or your core things was, like, you were searching for another muse, right? Because, mm, like, that yeah. muse, like, your other muse, like, left you so empty. And it ended up being a little bit different than that. Like, you uh... after... Yeah, I mean, well, we it wasn't the... really left empty. It's just, it, it's basically the same thing. Like it's pretty much the same thing. It's just calling it a different name. Hmm. I I don't know. I just feel like it's, after like exploring, it, it feels differently than what I initially thought it was. But it is what it is. Me too. Because I thought you were going to be like, there's a whatever. I thought you were came to. Like one of those things where, like, the woman you're, you know, this woman you loved, and she's like the most amazing thing, just disappeared, whether it's because of her own volition right. or whatever. And now you're searching for her, and you think, I don't know, that's what I, I thought. <clears throat> I never thought Rowan's muse was a woman. Am I the only one who didn't think it was a woman? Well, and then, but the way he made it seem also with his writings was that maybe it wasn't a woman, but something that would give him that same. I don't know. Yeah, I always thought it was like, like like a wanderlust. Like he's going around looking for inspiration, looking for his muse, looking for yeah, the next I, thing yeah, to inspire him yeah. to create. Was how I looked at it. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it was. Like the first was the like the Rosalind in the backstory, but it wasn't any kind of like romantic thing other than like that was a person that became a friend and became more than that. But like that relationship gave him inspiration to write music, and then. Once that kind of ran its course, it's just a dead husk, mm -hmm. and you needed to find something you know, else. Like people. Yeah, <laughs> like people. You use them until they're not valuable anymore, then you leave them behind as a dead husk. You know. You know, like, like a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Never just said like... Never uh, a good guy. Yeah, I'm just like looking at the original uh, backstory that you gave me, because that's in my notes. It that should be extra in, content in, in first person. Yeah, I wrote mine as a first person narrative. He did, he did, and like I'm looking at all the negative things he says about um, that character in his backstory. Um, Christoph. Uh, yes. Uh, no. Um, so, Christoph, I was created because I had never played a sorcerer before in Five E, because they honestly on paper looked bad. Um, in play, it turns out they're bad. Um, Dearest Wizards of the Coast makes sorcerers good. Uh, <laughs> I've, I have one level in sorcerer, and the rest of them are other things because it's not good. Um, but 
I like the idea of I really like the draconic heritage of uh, of the sorcerer class. I like that as a theme, um, and that's like where the magic comes from is this draconic ancestor. You've got these scales, you've got this kind of thing, and I really like that being instead of like oh he's got you know this is where he gets his power from it being more of a curse. And so I thought, well, okay, well how is this going to be a curse? And so I thought you know initially my first thought was to have him be like an Asmir and then have like a like black dragon scales or something that you know or like this bane this curse that everybody looked upon negatively and i kind of went the opposite direction with it was i put him in a, in a room or a town or a kingdom of people who had an infernal ancestry and then gave him a lawful good um dragon to show also as, as a mark to, to perch kind of like this this heritage that they they thought was um was very good and very something to be proud of i took that to the nth degree by making him a noble um, used as an excuse um, to have him ousted from that, so he didn't start off with like a kingdom or a chip or like a, his own blacksmith. Missing out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and kind of set him on his way. Because I know you and me both actually like kind of have histories for where we're from. Yeah, because we're the only ones not from Oxbay. Or well, I'm not from Oxbane either. I don't know where I came from. Thanks for bringing it up. Sorry. I didn't know you were so would. sensitive about it. And then yeah, I'm from Ork, I see a Ork white Bane. Ork, it's like... That's, that's his dad. His dad. Yeah. That's his dad. Well, he, to be fair, it was Wait. a white orc from the past with his weapon in his hand. It wasn't just, like we still just another white orc. So that's super... I'm, I still wonder about that as Devin and his Atlas. It's good. Look at the stars, I think. Is my dad looking at those same stars? Yeah. Did he nah. kill my dad? He's too old. He's Did dead we kill now. my dad? <laughs> Did Madman Spawn fucking gut my papa? Did I help? <laughs> Do I have two willows? Do I have two willows? No. Dang, can I spin both of them? Let them both dance? No, you can barely spin one. Click, 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 Says, no, you can barely spin one. Yeah, handle tandem mode. I tape because I, I can't forge the wood. I'm just like, I'll just tape them up and then I'll just spin that. Then it falls like apart. Like a pizza pie. So that one at Rowan <laughs> kills both your characters. All fever, new characters. Yeah, dude, fucking spoilers. Now we know how episode thirty ends. Damn it! <laughs> I gave them so many spoilers. Yeah. Um. So the other question is from Small Adventure Twenty Eight, and oh, yeah. uh, that sorry that was who that question was from. No, I lied. That question was from Voice of Reason from our Discord. Yes, um, that was yeah yeah for that. <clears throat> yeah, um, the next question uh, we just got on Instagram right now um, is from Noah PL Three, which is what is your favorite class? I mean that's that's a big question, Noah. Um, from a utility standpoint, wizard, and I was also my first class. I really love paladins from a thematic standpoint, and the most fun class is bard. Mm. Those are my answers. I gotta go rogue or bard, or not bard, rogue or paladin. Paladin was a lot of fun. Uh, I would also go Paladin on one hand, and the other... I, I really like the Ranger I played, but probably Cleric. Cleric Paladin. 
Holy Rollers Podcast 2.0. Okay, so, on, so if, if clerics are so good and diverse with their different domains, you could easily make a full, well-balanced party using nothing but clerics. You do that, they're all different domains, they're all different skill sets, they're all different personalities, all worship different deities. You do a podcast, call it Holy Rollers, coming this fall. Dude, give them, make them different colors, collectibles galore. And... Oh, so much merch. Dude, I call uh, Storm Cleric. That's I want my old boy back. Uh, I, I call Trickery Domain. And I will be a Life Cleric and heal you guys once again. <laughs> it is decided. It is done. Do uh, I? We need to go wrap this up so we can start recording that episode tonight, like right now. Uh, I, I just have like a thousand other things to do, unrelated <laughs> to what's going on. Uh, my no, favorite... I'll DM it right now. There you go. I'll, I'll DM it. Uh, yeah, my favorite class Sorry. is either uh, wizard or sorcerer. Um, I think wizard would, by default because you have more flexibility in the magic. Uh, but I like really liked the wild magic sorcerer. Like I love that chaotic fun. I kind of love the. Uh, I mean, one time it went real, real good for me, and that was good. Other times it did not. But I mean, <laughs> it, I just enjoy that. I enjoy the randomness of it. Um, you know, it's just, it's a good time. We actually played with Hashtag one, random. We actually played with one of my friends, one of his first times playing D and D and he played like Shane. <laughs> he, he, played, <laughs> he played like a random sorcerer and then he like made a table of like how he would react to things and like it rolled like, it. We're we're in combat. It's like, alright, we really need to focus up, boys. This is gonna be a tough engagement. And he's like, rolls a D twenty. Yeah, I start setting the drapes on fire with my tinder box. Like, dog, you're not helping. Yeah. It was a really fun character to... Well, I say fun. Sometimes it was fun to, to play with, but it made it interesting, for sure. It was. I definitely think it could have been played better. Like, maybe he, like, did something random every time he did, like, a wild magic, right? Like, that he just lost his sanity <laughs> during that period. That might have been a better... Um, but it was not a great play for his first foray into D&D. But I enjoyed it. It was It was funny. ballsy. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was a reach. Yeah, it was funny. Um, There's lots of. I wouldn't use any of those. Yeah. Uh, ha- all right. So, how would each boy react to their doppelganger, and the doppelganger of every person they've met? Christoph would fuck it. <laughs> yeah, like, Rowan would marry himself. I would arm wrestle my dude. All right. And what about other like common NPCs if you ran into doppelgangers of other NPCs? You have my answer. I would <laughs> I would assume that they're they are not doppelgangers and treat them as normal. Treat them as just that like that's their twin or like that's a them? Yeah, I would just be like, I guess you're really fast. Yeah. I guess you're really fast. I just saw you inside and now we're outside. You like, I would <laughs> determine that the other one was nice and know that it was a real and kill it for Kristoff. Oh uh, no! So that, my my answer was a joke, um, but uh, if Christoph ran into himself, uh, he would probably play chess, like, and finally have a worthy adversary. <laughs> it didn't say it was smart as you; it just looked like you. It's my doppelganger. It's a costume. Doesn't mean it's like a, it's a skinwalker. That's what I imagine. Is it oh. half? Is it exactly us? It's our clone in every way, or does it just look like us? You know, they really didn't specify more oh, in that question. Like, yeah, it's the, here's tell the question, and then it's like a bunch of rules. But listen, if they ask questions, here's what I want you to tell, tell them. Give them the list of rules we made, Dwayne. I need the list of rules given to that person who asked that question. 
It was Lance. It was it was Lance. Yep. Lance asked that question. Lance, you're watching this right now. Yeah, you'll just have to discuss that in the Discord later. The the next question is, what is your favorite NPC? Taringa. Next question. Mine's actually not Taringa. It's Sinla Firestone. It is not Sinla Firestone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just as like rule of thumb, I refuse to pick an NPC that's named after somebody because I feel like that would be picking it's a favorite, favorite more than okay, just well, literally. In that case, just Gar's fun. What was the question again? Who's your favorite character? What is your favorite NPC? NPC. Oof. And we decided we're not going to pick any of the ones that are based off of people because they show favoritism. Uh, who did you, you guys already pick? You said Jessicar. Yeah, Mad, Madman Spawn. Makes sense. Yeah. Devin, you're picking Alaria, right? I mean, that seems like an easy pick. I was going to pick I her. mean, it should be. It should be because I want to pick Alaria. Like, I'm really. It's either. Like one of I three. just can't wait for the awkward moment when Dwayne, who's Alaria, and I have to like kiss at some point. That's gonna be great. <laughs> Scott and I got married, and it was not awkward. Yeah, dude, I had to fucking. And the worst part was, it wasn't even in game. It was downtime stuff. So it's just me on my phone at work, fucking texting role play marriage with Alex, my, my dear, <laughs> my, my dearest oldest friend. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it my. wasn't even oh, slightly good. weird. I mean, it's weird when you hear it, but like to live it was not that. Yeah, bad. we were both totally in character. Yeah. Well, you know, and I actually, I won't say I like the new characters that we get introduced to that Dwayne just brought in. I'm very curious about the bigger of the ones that he just brought in. So that could be a potential favorite, depending on how these stories pan out. Oh, but I, see. For, I, I, I know to whom you're referring. For, but for everyone, for as you're far as about thought, Christoph 2.0. Yes, right. Christoph's no, 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 no. no, he's talking about, about yeah. He's talking about Woodstick, bro. Yeah. 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 I, I like Captain Tyndall. I haven't had enough time to talk to him yet, and I don't know what he's met him yet, but. Yeah. I, I just think they're like ultimate versions of us. Is that what, you, what your idea is? It's, yeah. It's, it's my doppelganger. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so we know how you react to that, and it's, it's not great. I arm wrestle him. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. So what was yours, Alex? What was your favorite NPC? Sorry, I missed that. It's it's either Alaria or Sinla. It's not Sinla. But it <laughs> that was from... a one-time thing, and they're past yes. it. Okay. We don't even talk about it. We, like we haven't even talked since. That's it's true. Either that or Teresa. Teresa. That's true. Teresa's a good NPC that has not really done much. Yeah. She I've makes some Henry good stuff. food. I don't know. Henry's good too. Yeah. Like that one Dude. crit twenty. Anybody but them. Am I right, guys? That's true. I don't have a problem with Findle. He does not molest me. In any I way. am getting. I am getting more and more okay with Findle as the days pass. Being in my mouth. As, as uh, as he turns into a fucking mothering dragon. Dragon. And shoots He's laser okay. beams to death. I enjoy him more and more. Yeah. Good. Uh, Devin, did you decide on Alaria? Is that what you decided on? As your favorite NPC? Yeah, I I got to. Other she's than... just she's almost like it's almost like a character that's with us, but we just she kind of just plays a back role. I, and I feel like at some point she's gonna save our lives. But we're gonna have to lose her in the process. I, it's gonna break my heart. 
I, I don't know what's going to happen when we have to part ways with her. If all, we have to part ways with her. All I have to say is uh, rest in peace, Yark. You were not even thought of whatsoever. So He made I only learned to make shovels from the man out of character. You wept you out wept. as he bounced <laughs> his corpse. Out of character. In character. He's a great mentor. He loved me dearly. Uh, gave me a place when no one else did. You know, gave me a job. Meant, and just helped me to be a good person all around. Work hard. I learned a lot of things from him. He, like, sheltered you and had your back when, like, you, you were wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I said out of character. Devin's like, hey, bro, I want to learn to make more than, like, a sharp object and put it on a stick. I, who even knows if they were shovels? And you guys were all just telling me they were shovels. And I just, it may have just been, like, a spear. He just handed me sharp objects to put on a piece of a stick. It's like, good shovel there. And you guys were like, yeah, it's really mean, good shovels. They're definitely shovels. I'm pretty sure we used them to dig at some point. I, I can use a spear to dig. Can or not. Um, uh, oh, okay. Uh, so. They were really flat war hammers. It makes you feel any better. <laughs> this is awful thin for a warhammer hog. Uh, I, I don't know if it's going to work very well. You did great. Keep it up, son. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so to answer that question, I mean, I think it's it's pretty easy um, for me. Uh, I like Fendel. Out of the characters introduced, Fendel's probably my, my favorite. Um, just because he's like he's a blast to play. Like I just get to be as silly as I want. Um, you know, there's not a lot of downsides to his, like, abilities. Um, but, like, so the, the favorite NPC I've, my favorite NPC I've created is actually one we've loosely talked about as far as, like, adding lore into the game. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Uh, no, that's, that's different. Like, the, the, my favorite NPC I've ever created ever in all my campaigns is the Grandest of Maguses. I love the concept that he like spans all universes and time and like he just like shows up fucking everywhere. He's not gonna be in Goron. Like he's just not. Like um Fendel. <clears throat> uh, no, Fendel's he's different. It's it's different. They're just both casters. He's the he's the prime Magus. Oh yes, yes. Fendel mm. is the representation of his insanity. Um, discarded from the whole to make the Grand Magus actually a more powerful, more rational being. In the greater sphere, he's isolated his madness into one realm, which is Goron, which is a separate subspace of reality from the other planar systems. And that's actually why so much strife has been caused here, is because it is the central point of madness for the supreme being being the Grand Magus. Yeah, kind of. Um... <laughs> no, the, the other characters, so we've talked uh, off, off air about... Um... Uh, like adding lore to the game and like adding some history for the listeners outside of the podcast and um, the character through which I'll be doing that is like one of my favorite characters uh, NPCs but we'll get to him um, Alex Bonnet has a question hey Bon hey Bon oh the I artist formerly or currently known as Abon didn't get that uh, my bad I'm curious. You can come up with a lot of questions. Uh, here we go. When are your characters' birthdays? Like fall, winter, spring? Uh, March 6th. Kristoff was born on what would in our world be known as Christmas Day. The depth of winter. The darkest day of winter is when Kristoff Shindo was born. Okay. Alex. Uh, uh, Rowan 
was born in the year AR0. And I don't know. Um, he, I would say he's probably spring. He's like let's, an April baby. Let's commit to a date. April what? Um, like April 22nd. The worst day ever. It's the worst Got day. Got it. Okay. All right. So um, just, those are canon now. It's That's Earth Day. I... Atlas isn't sure because he, he's not. He's in, like Henry's. Like I don't know how long you were laying there before we found you. It's probably one or two days different. But That's they right. the day they found him was March sixth. Um. Let's see. Uh. What do you think your boys' aspirations were when they were children? To not die. To to eat to survive until tomorrow. Oh, that's Rowan. Some t- yeah, that's right. Oh yes, yeah. So sad. You'll know later. Uh, I think Kristoff wanted his dad to be proud of him. I think that was his biggest aspiration. Hmm. I think that's exact. I think that's Atlas. He wanted Henry because, like, that it was his dad by all intents and purposes. He wanted to, you know, she was good enough because maybe he didn't feel. His family dropped him because he didn't think, you know, he was good enough. And so, yeah, same thing. Uh, Okay, and last question is... Cats in the Cradle Boys! What kind of stories do the players like and or your character's preferences? Um, Tales of the Arcane Wars. Is the stories that Kristoff likes. Is that what we're asking? Is that the question? I read the question. You heard the words of the question the kind of stories we like and then i guess the kind of stories our characters would like i like super tropey fantasy uh in fact i would like to answer this question for shane he loves time travel any form of time travel he's a big fan of i do appreciate it in a narrative sense i appreciate it i love back to the future i love frequently asked questions about time travel i like a lot of movies and, and stories that involve time travel i just think it's a shit game mechanic I like things that have very terrible, sad endings where nobody wins. Like this podcast. I like, I, I, to, to piggyback off of that, I like stories that are so sappily happy they make you cry. Like Kubo oh, and the Two Strings. I also like that and Kubo and the Two Strings. I like Kubo and the Two Strings. Those are the kind of stories I like. I wonder if have we made anyone cry with our podcast. That would just that would be that we'd know. If we've not, we will. Goodness. If not, we will. The one shots are coming, and I or the the character episodes are coming, and if you haven't felt yet, you will. Like, and if you don't, good. don't tell us. Yeah, and if well, yeah. if you don't, I don't know, man. Like, I I like got real sappy for all of those. So, um. Uh, so, oh, I, Dwayne, you ran once. It was almost my, one of my favorite things you'd run in a campaign was when we got to be like, I don't know what it was called, but like Beast Trainers. It was basically Pokemon Oh, yeah, trainers. Pokemon. And we got these yeah, boss- the Pokemon World one, yeah. And we got to go battle in a freaking stadium yeah. with these like starter monsters against it. was We didn't get to play it all the way through, Yeah. but it was so fun. Uh, I don't know if that answers. Basically related to Real World stuff. Like, yeah. stuff we already love. Uh, yeah, so basically Devin likes uh, fan service. Oh, Abin says uh, they did cry. I want to know what moment We're that done. was. Yeah, well, Abin, tell us. Can you, like, uh, If it has anything to do with Kristoff, don't tell us. I mean, it's it the worst. Oh, for sure has something to do with Kristoff. 
It might uh, not. Yeah, for sure. It was probably when Wendy said, I love you. That was probably when. Okay. She was joking. She's like, I love you. Like when you won't let <laughs> the teacher, you say it's a yep. teacher over and over again. You're like, yep. love I love you too. You too. Yep, exactly. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think the last, we'll have one more question. Christoph this, will take it. Well, the last question we have is, um, what happened to the lost episodes, or what happened in the lost episodes? Oh, oh, that is that actually was a really good episode. I, actually, I remember Rowan's part the best. I can't remember even my own or Christian's. I, ha- I have the notes. If you guys I, need I, remind I remember that yours was Battle School. Like I remember all of it. Well, I remember then, all of it too. Tell the story. Yeah. Which which stories would you like to tell, Alex? I will tell the remainder. Um. You tell mine, okay, and then I'll tell yours. I'll just and, tell and, and, and we'll, we'll tell Devin's together. Together, yeah. Okay, so Alex's story was his time that he spent on a ship, and he was trying to do roguey pirate stuff, and instead, he brought two men together in love's form embrace, and it was beautiful. And... It was it was like a matter of like trying to knock down like on one side of the hallway trying to pick a lock made too much noise the guy comes up from the other side now he's on this side of the door and he's going back and forth until he gets like the two to come out and it's just like he loves you now kids, now, kids. <laughs> <laughs> and they did it was beautiful <laughs> and Christos was him playing a very high stakes game with his uncle. <laughs> Uh, it was it was a it was a nearby baron. Yeah. A nearby baron. Speaking of uh, the the proper way to rule, and uh, made it a very high stakes game with him, and ended up winning. And the stake was that the baron had to fucking like turn in his title, like just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because he was a bad guy, right? He was a bad person, and you were just yeah, like he was, he, was a corrupt, he was a corrupt baron. Yeah. Yeah. And there was like, there was stuff. some cool stuff in there about like I don't remember it was but there was like a, there was a very very zippy one liner at the end like about keeping your word it was very good I don't remember what it was yeah lost forever we'll never know now uh, <laughs> I was just about to say why don't you just go back and list uh... and then Atlas's was he was in Battleboard College. And then there was they had a tournament that he entered into. The test of the sword. And his armor. He was wearing his armor, thick metal plate, as he went through. He was fighting like he had like a friend. He was like his friend in the school who's like, I don't know why you always wear such thick armor, Atlas. And he was like, I gotta keep myself protected. But really it was because he didn't want anybody to see that he was the full blooded white orc. And then he was started losing because of the armor slowing him down so much. So in a giant grand gesture, he doffs the armor to it fight. It takes me 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Well, he exploded with rage and went Super Saiyan and all the armor flew off. What? Just flew off. Unbeknownst to anyone, nothing underneath. Just bare ass <laughs> fought that bare <laughs> Just white orc dick swinging in the breeze. He used it as a club and won. No, he lost that. No, I lost. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Off to a girl who was like she the was most strong. formidable. Wear- yeah, she she was a spear fighter, right? Mm-hmm. She had some reach. Couldn't do anything yeah, she, about it. She messed him up pretty bad. And then uh, afterwards, he 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 still won in the end though because his friend who was like, "Why wear thick armor all the time?" He's like, "You don't care that I'm a white orc," and he was like, 
no, man, you're my friend. So he won the true prize of friendship. And then yep. I never saw him again. That's true, and that's how he also, that's when his nickname was uh, applied as well. That we never referenced. Yeah. I, re I referenced it in like the first three episodes, then it was too hard to remember his actual name, which made me feel bad because it's Devin's actual son's actual name, and then I stopped using Ghost. Uh, we, we came on a first name basis very quickly. Yep. Without introducing yeah, uh, ourselves, apparently. Avon Art actually pointed out in Discord that we never introduced ourselves to each other. Yep. That adds up. We were never like, hello, my name's Christoph Shindo. What's yours? Oh, I'm Rowan. Oh, I'm Atlas. Or they call me Ghost. Like, we just heard ourselves introduced to other NPCs and just went with it. Yep. I like to think that was what we talked about on the journey off air. Yeah. yeah. But we were just so caught up in the moment at the moment. They were like, yeah, let's let's go. Yep. Uh, Even so though it's not true. Abon uh, says that uh, they cried when Jarg died. Yeah, so did, so did Devin. It was a, like it was like a really good moment. Um, and like because so like the other cool thing is like when we upped our audio game. I was able to like make it just silent when he was like going, and there wasn't like this like hissing or whatever. So that was really cool to just like have that moment of silence for Yarg, um, as uh, Atlas like held him. I was I was like that was really good for me. I actually um, my my fiance Lisa who doesn't listen to the show ever, um, but supports me, kind of uh, doesn't listen to the show. Um, like, I, I played her that clip because I was like, hey, I'm getting better at this audio editing thing. And she was like, holy shit. Like, that actually sounds like it's, like, professionally done. And I just looked at her, like, oh, all the other you. episodes. And she's like, <laughs> uh, about that. Um, Mediocre at best. Uh, at best, for sure. Uh, yeah, no, we've definitely upped the uh, editing game for sure. If you compare what we do now to uh, 10 episodes To the, fire, the smoke detector beeping, it's vastly better. <laughs> that we is, purposely started crappy so that we could that get to We already knew how to do all this. Probably my favorite part of this podcast, or certainly top 10, is Shane's one-liner during that, which I don't even know if I actually edited that out or not. Um, one line. You didn't, I don't think. I think it's still in there. Okay. I have no idea what we're talking about. My wife uses it as a, as a, as a timer. As a, ti as a timer. Like, my wife's cooking, and she uses that as a timer. Maybe it's a story. You know it's true, and I love you anyway. She didn't make it this far in this episode. It's too yeah, painful. Yeah, that's no true. Uh, hey, it's a long drive back. That's uh, true. Uh, all right, cool. Well, um... It's been real, and it's been fun, but those are all the questions we have, and we went on a little bit longer than I thought, but we have a lot of good questions. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm excited. And I'm sure you could edit out a lot of our fluff. Uh, absolutely not. Just going to cut it and no. send it raw to the mm. YouTube, and the uh, I'll strip the audio from the YouTube video that I create, and then um, uh, we'll go from there. Cool, cool beans. Well, thank you, everybody who watched. Thank that you so much for watching. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys. Thanks to everyone who sent in questions. Yep. Those are a lot of good questions. I was happy with all those. Yeah, I those was are... unprepared. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pleasantly surprised. Uh, yeah, I, I do want to say, because we, we do uh, monthly QAs now. Um, that's part of the Patreon, 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 Patreon thing. Anyways, um, the next one will be organized and ran by Devin 100% great 
Yeah. Um, so he'll be he'll be getting questions ahead of time for that and uh, hosting it and running it. Um, just so everybody knows. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And then I'll do the next one, and it'll be round robin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're just we're just skipping, uh, skipping every fourth person. Yeah. So uh, so see. after your turn, um, we'll do me because I'll be the fourth person. Um, so I'll be. No, 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 yeah, I, then. you don't exist anymore. You're only Kristoff. And so that, that makes you a tiefling, which is not a person. So like, well, well technically we had tiefling lives matter. <laughs> Shane's face. <gasps> you also think tieflings have fucking fur. I Get did. out of here. Read, read the goddamn player. <laughs> I think a super saiyan like when they go monkey mode. That's true. I also think that as well. You also, you, I, well. I was going back to listen to older episodes in line with the comics, and during the Finn episode too, you're like, yeah, the fur on your arm stands up. I'm like, well, it's scales. <laughs> you're like, oh, and that must have been like when it's cemented in your head, like, oh, most tieflings have fur, but because you have scales, you don't. I'm fucking went that, man. I've, I so like, I'm gonna say something polarizing. I've just really never been interested in the tieflings as a class, like, or as a race. There's gonna be a kitchen riot. You just, you just start just, the kitchen riot. I don't, don't know, say those words. I don't know. I don't know. They just don't. They don't do anything for me in any way, shape, or form. Like, that's why there's so few of them in uh, the world. Uh, oh. <laughs> I fucked up that you genocided them because you don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like when I build characters, tiefling races are just not the first thing to come to my mind at all. I like human boys because that's where I'm at typically is I like humans. Yeah. Because um, I am a human and I enjoy me. Everyone, I'll tell you what. Myself and everyone I've ever loved has either been a human or a dog. And okay. so with that being said, anthropomorphic dog furry people would be my ideal race. Tabaxi oh, cat people. Only gonna get some dog people love wizards. Just, wizards of the coast. I know you're listening. I mean, get we have that, dog. right? You're just a werewolf, right? Like you're just a werewolf. Yeah, but that's not mm. really. It's only like sometimes the dog people. Yeah, I want to like, more drink of a coffee with a giant race. German shepherd. I want a furry ass, ready to yiff dog person. <laughs> so, anyways, thank you for thank you for listening. It has been a pleasure, and we'll just call it there. Uh, we hope uh, you enjoyed episode twenty nine and the uh, the character episodes that are coming next. And what? And now that Kristoff is dead, as we have canonically established, look forward to my new character, a homebrew dog person named Sir Bow Wow. Yeah. Sir, Sir Little Bow Wow. End it. End it now. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.